You know, guys, I, I tried my best to have this podcast postponed. I, you know, I have a smattering of COVID cases in my inner circle here. And and the Premier League, they just they just denied me. So here we are. How many injuries did you have though? Well, I mean, I don't have any, but I, I do have a COVID case. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. Um, up with me tonight is Brad. He supports Chelsea. And down below is Sean. He supports Tottenham Hotspurs. Boys, how are we doing tonight? What's going on? I'm feeling really good, man. You know, London is blue, just like always. So, you know, it's just another week. I didn't know that Bayern Munich was in London this week. I didn't know they were in blue. Strange. We already took care of them in one of these finals here. <laughs> Sean, you doing okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't think wait. you I don't think you were sure about that answer. No, I was just looking at the table. I was like, hey, seventh. Seventh is not seventh's not great. Hey, but um, remember, remember, you got all, all them all them games in hand. Well, I don't have Burnley games in hand though. <laughs> Well, Burnley, close. Burnley. Well, we'll talk about Burnley here in a second. Um, but I've got burn hands. True, 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 true. Um, if you're if you're new here, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in and clicking on the link that someone provided for you or something. We really appreciate that you're listening. Um, if you could hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, follow all those things. Uh, leave us a comment. Drop us a five star review on a podcast site, Apple, whatever, whatever your podcast site that allows you to do a review. We really appreciate it. We would really appreciate that. Right, Sean? Yeah, you don't you don't want a mild inconvenience to happen to you, like possibly having your Instagram account hacked. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and sending out that you're really rich and you would like to give out ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Ooh. Apparently, yeah. Which, uh, by the way, whoever hacked my account, congratulations <laughs> to you. If you're trying to rob me, I'm so broke. If you tried to rob me, you would just be practicing. <laughs> so, c- congratulations to this Indian, Afghan, like Nigerian dude. I'm sorry to like call out those countries. They seem to be the biggest scammers. Brazilian. I don't. I don't know where you're from. Florida. Congratulations, Florida. Congratulations for my account. You got it. I don't have Cash App, so you're out here flashing Bitcoin Cash App accounts that I don't have, so everyone knows it. Good luck to you, Well, my, but my, that might happen to you if you don't like, subscribe, rate, and review five stars. My, my question is, were they, were they linking that Bitcoin money before the crypto ca- crash this week or after the crypto cash crash this week? Because if they were giving well, away $10,000 a bit, last week. Well, it crashed again this week, didn't it? Isn't it just stay crashing? I don't know. I'm not into crypto. Not my thing. I know. I know. In in the past month, there's been like something like a hundred billion dollars pulled out of the crypto market. It's like fifty percent of its market value. Something insane. Which is insanity. Yeah. Which means if you guys are, uh, you know what that means. We're buying graphics cards. But no, oh. we are. <laughs> we are buying crypto right now. 
Now is we, the time no, to play. No, out. we are subscribing to the pod right now. Time out. This is not financial advice. Consult this is, financial this, this advisor. This is financial advice right now. Are, are you kidding me? Crypto is not going anywhere. If you are not, like, maybe not right now. I don't know where the bottom is. Maybe wait and see if it crashes next week. But this thing, this train ain't stopping down here. It's stopping up there. Uh, sure. I hit up hit up at whiteheart i didn't know we were doing this this is this was not planned this is not in the the timeline that we put out but we're giving we're giving crypto advice out here speaking of that timeline let's uh let's get away from making bold claims like that Uh, (laughs) what what do we have what do we have on offer tonight well we're gonna we're gonna hit this Get some crypto right now because it's cheap as fuck. You know the crypto, wow. the crypto bros are out in force. Um, we've got comments. We're gonna talk about comments tonight. And then we're gonna talk about the uh, match week. crypto in the fucking <laughs> in, in the comments. Put hashtag crypto in the comments. Just do it. Whatever. Say crypto in the comments. Who cares? Um, so comments. Match week 23, and then we're on an international break uh, right now after <laughs> after match week 23. So I don't know what we're going to talk about looking forward to next week. Um, maybe we'll just make something. Maybe we'll talk about crypto, Ethereum versus Dogecoin. Like we'll find out what the what the play is, Bitcoin versus Shibu Inu. Um, we'll find out what's up, man. You are picking. Do you even know anything about crypto? Uh, I know that those four are, are currencies that I just – they are all four cryptocurrencies that I – I tell you, there's only one up, one harmony. That sounds like a, a, a R and B band in the late nineties. Dollar sign O N E. All right, so, we need to talk about comments. Joel gave us gave us some insider information, guys. So last week we were talking yeah. about biggest yeah, games, biggest rivalries, biggest games yeah. in on the English calendar. As a Englishman, he hit us with the definitive incontrovertible tier list for important matches none of us none of us have the credibility to con- controvert this no this is this is set in stone this is i think it's like the magna carta and then this yeah right, so like i agree with that so you know the year you want to pull the year on magna carta because i know it 1266 i think something like that oh you're close Ooh. brad you have a guess 1216. No. Brad's a year off. 1215. Dang, give me that. I thought it was the 1260s. It doesn't matter. 1215 on the Magna Carta. Ah, man. Uh, Hashtag history facts. Hashtag crypto. Hashtag hashtag I apologize, Dr. Leach, for getting that wrong. Um, Please accept my sincerest apologies. Manchester United. By the way, has has anybody not... Nobody sent the podcast to Dr. Leach in uh, the DMs. Uh, I put it on my Facebook. We're Facebook friends. I would imagine he's seen it on that at some point. But I mean, so he's, so he's just choosing not to listen to well, it. We don't talk about Coventry City enough. I think is the is the big issue because he's from Coventry. Oh, well, maybe, well, let's 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 pick up some Coventry, Coventry City 
coverage. All right. We got we'll we got time and looking forward. We can look forward to Coventry. Yeah, yeah some, absolutely. I'm gonna start looking up their shit. I got find out what which division. I got it. I got right. it. I so I the definitive it. the definitive tier list of important matches in England. We've got Liverpool United. Makes sense. Uh, United City. So the Manchester Derby. He lists as number two. The North London Derby. He lists as number three. The Merseyside Derby. He lists as number four. And then the fifth most important match in England. Remember, guys, we can't we can't we can't argue against this. Is Newcastle versus literally anyone? Uh, I think I think you missed like he had like three dots in there, right? It's like for the spaces, you know how like reporters always have those three dots, so like nah. you know like Newcastle all the way down on that side. Nah, nah, I'm I, pulling the comment here's, back up. Here's my only problem with his list: United City as second. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm I, I I'm not from Manchester. Is that really? Is that really that big? C- certainly, it's gotten very big over the last uh, last yeah, ten years. Recently, I mean, recently, I mean, but that has been a bloodbath for United for decades. Yeah, I would imagine. I, I think. I, I wonder if there's a little bit of recency bias in adding that where it is. But I mean, like, there is the big thing that that uh, a lot of people from Manchester like to say that Old Trafford is not in Manchester. And so the city of Manchester Stadium, which is now the Etihad uh, or the Emtihad, depending on who you ask, uh, is in actually in Manchester, whereas Old Trafford is outside of Manchester. And so like a lot of Manchester City fans like to dig at United fans and saying like, you're not even in Manchester. You're not even like we are Manchester's club because we're in Manchester, things like that. Um, but yeah, my, say, my, my response to them would be like, well, you're not technically in Manchester because you're not in the stadium. I was going to say, so you're, that's you're, why, not all, you're also not in Manchester. That's why it's one of the most popular games to watch on TV because City fans are all at home watching it. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know there were city fans. So that's news to me. Yeah, yeah, they don't have fans. Anyways, but yeah, so that's uh, the list. But, but, but other than that being there, I, I actually agree. I yeah. probably agree with his list. Yeah, because Liverpool United is always a must watch. Well, they're the most Arsenal Spurs, Liverpool, the Merseyside, Newcastle. Oh, well, versus anyone is he, clearly a throwaway, but it's okay. Clearly, you, you, you know what's weird is that uh, a Chelsea. team with no his a team with no history. Didn't make the list. Yeah, where's Chelsea at? It's because we're the best. Like, you, who wants to watch their team get destroyed? Eight goals to zero over three games. I feel like. Um, I feel like did you make is that, the? Is that is that like is that must watch television? I mean, it is for me, but that's only half the fans. We'll talk about that, Brad, in a little bit. I think. I think we'll talk about that a little bit. We definitely um, will. But that was that's what Joel had for us. I appreciate the insight, Joel. Thank you for that, um, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy's got a couple humorous comments here. Um, he thought uh, he agreed with you, Sean, that the match of the week should have been uh, Arsenal Burnley. Um, I of course disagreed, but uh, Jimmy believes that the uh, the my pick for the match of the week going forward should always include Burnley for. The fa- simple fact that uh, those games are fake, they don't exist, and I won't have to worry about not watching them because uh, they don't exist. It's a pretty, it's a pretty salient point, I think. Um, he he continues uh, about Burnley. And he uh, he thinks we should add a new segment where Sean talks about how Burnley will win all their games in hand and finish mid table. Yes. Um, yes. Sean, you talk about Burnley like it's a certain fact. Uh, it kind of seems like you're the resident Burnley supporter for the podcast. Yep, I am. I'll be that. <laughs> 
So so Burnley have six games in hand. Sean, where are they going to finish? Yep. Uh, right now, if you do the math, let me pull the table. They have 18, 18 to 24. That's six. That's 18, 18 points. That puts them at 30. Ooh. They will be that will be eighth. Wait, the ninth. Ninth. Well, they only they only have negative eleven though. But so, but the thing is, they just have to win two nil in all all six of those games. That's easy, right? They're yeah. gonna win all the games. And, so and, and they're two nil. They're in eight or yeah. they're in ninth. They're in ninth. Yeah, easy clap. Easy, easy. I mean, it easy. might it might not even need to be scoring two goals because one of those games might might be against Brighton and Hove. Who knows? And then they can yep. just trash can Brighton and Hove. Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're top half team. Catch right they're up. Burnley's a top half team. Yeah, get it. Right they're, they're fighting for the conference league spot. They're right. Let's in go. A time <laughs> competition. Um so Okay. All right, buddy. They're not that okay. All right. Uh Jimmy uh We got a couple games in hand ourselves here, buddy. Let me check the let me check the, the math on that. That's four. That's 12. Fuck. No, we're actually ahead, you little bitch. We'll be 48. Yeah, you guys yeah, are we'll way, be in third. You guys are way ahead of Chelsea if you win all your games. Yeah, we'll ahead. be yeah, yeah. If we are win you? all our games ahead, you you stink. Yeah. What, oh, what are you trying one, to one point. One point. Okay. One point ahead. We'll yeah. be 48. But be in yeah. third. Because we got <laughs> we our goal differential is two, so we're definitely behind Liverpool. <laughs> um, By the way. I noticed this the other day. Mm-hmm. I, I want to point this out sure. just because it's kind of funny to me. The goal differential is just insane with the top three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, so let me run down goal differential one through 10 just for the pod listeners. Uh, 41, 39, 30. That's the top three. Yeah. Then yep. here, go, here goes four through 10. Six. 10, 8, 2, 3, 0, negative 3. It just, it just means City, Liverpool, and Chelsea are just milking teams when they win. Just it is, goals it on is goals. Insani- it is insanity, those well, three. What I think is interesting is how close uh, Liverpool and City are in terms of goal difference. Like they're, they're neck and neck in terms of goal difference. Chelsea's a bit off the pace. Like 10 goals is pretty substantial. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like in terms of defense, like like Chelsea have conceded the second least goal. City, of course, have only conceded fourteen, which is absurd. Um, <clears throat> but what's can, the record? Nine from Chelsea, uh, 12, right? Twelve. I think it's 12, twelve. Twelve. I think. I, I think it's more. It's for great. The, whole, it's, for the whole for the whole season. Yeah. Right? yeah, for, it, no, yeah it, no, it was something. It was something ridiculously low, and it was Peter Check. I'm pretty sure. And Terry and Cavallo. Yeah, it was yeah. something ridiculously low, like 12, 13, something like that. Yeah. Um, for the entire season, which is which is insane when you think about it. 38 games and you could see 13 goals. Something absurd, yeah. It was it was insane. Oh, it's uh, 15, sorry. So 15, yeah. So Jimmy still, Jimmy so also uh, agrees with you, Brad, that you can't fire Tuchel. Um because I brought it up the fact that like uh does does Tuchel get fired if you guys finish outside of the top four and not win the Champions League? Um, he brings up the fact that he thinks you guys have been suffering from injuries and the fixture congestion um, over the last 14 games has hit you guys pretty hard. Uh, it's pretty similar to Liverpool last year, and he he wonders if you may have overestimated the depth at Chelsea this year. Um, that's that's a that's the part of the comment that I'm most interested in is about the depth at Chelsea. Do you do you think 
that you overestimated at the beginning of the season, the, the depth that you guys have? No, but you took out like our starting for uh, midfield for most of those matches, right? Or they weren't all healthy. Jorginho, yeah. Conte, Kovacic all missed games. So our top three midfield, center midfielders missed games. Reese gets hurt. Ben Chilwell gets hurt. So you're literally playing Alonzo. What? Whoa! That's the point of having depth. Right. That's, I'm saying I didn't overestimate it. We well, still came out third. Well, who are their backups? Like, so you, you let me tell you. Let me tell you over at Tottenham and over at Arsenal, because especially Arsenal, if, you, if I lose my entire midfield, we're fucked. <laughs> well, we, like, that's, why, that's why Chelsea wasn't that's, performing that's as well as we had. That we hadn't had any rest. That's the point of having depth, dude. I mean, to be fair, I think Chelsea have the second largest squad in, in the league. The City, yeah. It's City, yeah. then Chelsea. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then probably Lots like of- Liverpool, then United, Arsenal, Spurs, something like that. Um, Barkley ended up with minutes. You know, we, we, we have to be like mid-table on that. Arsenal's biggest but issue our- is that we just keep getting players suspended because we just our, always have players sent off. So, our squad's so fucking small. Yeah. yeah. We don't have backups. We don't have a B team. Our B team includes academy players. <laughs> so does ours now. Well, now, yeah, because you had injuries. But that's because the point. Had... Of, that's the point of a of right, having right. depth, dude. Right. So that's why we brought in Saul, so who started to play better. You we can't had... complain about fucking injuries. I'm not. Look, look, you... I'm not. He's saying that I think I overestimated our depth. Right, no, I think right, being right. in third keeps us because of our depth. I mean, Loftus Cheek yeah. was our third yeah, or four, right, fourth right. best center center midfielder. There's a lot of mid-table clubs that would love to start Loftus-Cheek. I, fuck it, I would start him. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's Our depth, I don't think, is the issue. I think our injuries murdered us. I think coming into the season with Alonzo as the backup to Chilwell and Aspie as the backup to Reese James hurts a lot when we're running a 3-4-3. For running a back four like we did the past couple of games... I think we're fine. I think switching the system was the smartest thing Tuchel did, but we'll we'll get into that. No, I don't. I don't think it, our depth has it shown because it, it runs. It runs as as B and Alonzo with their older legs. It runs yep. them way too much. Yeah. Yep. I see. I see what you're saying. Yep. And what Kepa's played? What's what I want? Kepa's played really well in this spell since Mandy's been gone. Yeah. What, what I wanted. I th- I think he's trying to get another job, possibly at Tottenham. So oh. like he beat Tottenham, yeah. He, he let in oh. one goal to Chesterfield and, and one goal to Brighton. He let in two goals over six games. Yeah, he's so no, I did not overestimate our depth. I, when I, when that was red, I wanted to let you ha- have your little have your little talk. He's completely right. Like if you fire Tuchel, you are out of your mind. I agree. So I would like to preface this conversation that I've been bringing up about Thomas Tuchel getting fired solely on the fact that Roman Abramovich has fired managers for less. That's all patient, I'm patient. That, his, he's an he's impatient, impatient person. I think if, if yeah. who do you, who did you guys draw in the, uh, in the Champions League, a French team, right? You guys draw Lyon? Lil. 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 So Lil. if you guys crash out to Lil, which is not outside the realm of possibility, like anyone can, we, anyone can lose in the Champions League. Well, we also, I don't know how many of our players are not, how many of our starters are not vaccinated because they cannot go to France without being vaccinated. Yeah. So uh, regardless of the circumstances, if you guys get knocked out in the round of 16, 
and then it doesn't look and and it, it you guys are trending to be outside the top four. I would think it's stupid to fire Thomas Tuchel. I think he's been the best manager you guys have had since Conte, which I mean isn't saying much because it's only two managers. Um, but and he might be better than Conte. I don't know. I think I, he is I, better I, than Conte. I, I don't want to get into the weeds. I don't want to get into the weeds. Um, I have Conte. I think he's better than Conte. Well, I don't think this is a well, fair comparison because Spurs' team is not nowhere. There's a, a gap in quality Huge between gap. Spurs and Chelsea. Um, and Conte called it out. And he's not exactly like he likes the Chelsea team, but he's well, we'll not talk, a fan we'll, of Chelsea we'll, afterwards. We'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about that in a few, um, I guess. I, I think it would be stu- stupid to fire Thomas Tuchel. But. The only reason I bring it up is because Roman Abramovich has fired managers for less. That's the only. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's my only point. Didn't he fire Mourinho over like a argument? No. The first time Mourinho uh, lost the the first uh, the, the, the first second time, maybe time. the second, the second time. time. No, the, no, the second time. No, like, the first time. Just, I'm thinking of the first time. Players just stopped playing for him the second time. I think that happened the first time too. Players. The second. Like, the second time. Yeah, they stopped playing for him. No, Jose the, the, and Conte first have like time, a three year window. They argued. They argued like him and Roman. Are, I thought that was part of the part of the article was like they argued, and then that continued for like a week or two, and then Jose out. Like I don't, me, I don't like, remember. I don't know. Years. I think. I think the difference here is that like we're not hearing the player unrest that we normally do when things go bad at Chelsea. Yeah, jo- Jose, you, you Jose, Conte, Lampard, they're all hard-nosed players. Okay. Players slash managers. But you guys haven't gone through like a super difficult spell yet. Yes, you're in third. You're kind of outside is fighting for the title. But if you guys bounce out of the Champions League and you guys are still having this inconsistent form, I think that the, the player unrest... I mean, you had Lukaku did a freaking interview in December talking about why he wants to go back to Inter. So like... Let's let's not say that there's no player unrest because clearly okay. there's some amount of player unrest. Um, right. And but that's what I'm saying though. As soon as that happened, there were no other players jumping on that bandwagon. They were like, no, get him out of here. He's like you should I, punish I, him for this. I agree with you. We're, I agree we support this. I'm just saying, like, there are enough things. I don't think that they will fire him. I don't think that Chelsea should fire him. I would be very happy if Chelsea fired Thomas Tuchel, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm just I'm, I'm asking the question because it's my job to ask the questions and have these conversations on the podcast. That's all I'm saying. That's in my defense. I'm moving on to Will's comment. Um, Brad, on the same line about Thomas Tuchel. Yeah. You said you can lose everyone except Thomas Tuchel. Why'd you lose Pulisic out, man? Why 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 are you sacking Pulisic? What's going on, man? Look, I thought you were an American. If Pulisic leaves, Bro, I am, on? and I want I want what's best for Christian. If if leaving Chelsea and getting more minutes helps the men's team, the U.S. men's team do better, then I'm okay with that sacrifice. I don't understand why he's not on the pitch more. Because we have like seven forwards. <laughs> he can be left midfield. Yeah, he plays left wing back sometimes when we play a 3-4-3. And he plays right wing back sometimes when we play a 3-4-3. Like, whatever Tuchel needs a hole filled, it's Christian Pulisic. Like, he might be a fourth goalie or third goalie. He might be a third goalie. And he clearly has the talent. I I don't disagree with you. Um, This was my concern about about Christian Pulisic going to Chelsea, was that he would not get enough playing time to justify... Like to be the main main guy for it's the United States. It's going to be a Salah situation is what I feel like is going to happen. I don't think Pulisic is that good, though. I mean, he's I generational for I'm the U.S., he but he's not generational. 
in that I way. Think I don't think is. so. I, I mean, I he's still he young, is. though. Like, he's still young. I know he's still young. Like 23, 24. Yeah. 22, 23. I thought he was 24. Yeah. 23. Yeah. He's in that 22 to 24. So I don't, I, I, I don't see, like, yes, I want him to be playing more selfishly as an American fan. But I also want us to pick a front three and stick with it or a front two and stick with it. Whichever one we play. It's 23. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, so, so, that's more important I, to me. I, I think I, I think to get your net zero, like you always do, apparently, <laughs> uh, with, with the, whatever Chelsea math you got cooking the books down there, uh, if, if you, you could sell Pulisic to someone who's actually going to play him, like who? Like Todd, like Todd. Um, uh, <laughs> I saw that coming. Uh, for like 50 mil. Actually, you know what? You know what would be really good for him? Instead of Lingard, send him to Newcastle. 50 mil? Newcastle's good to pay for that? I don't no. think I, I, don't think I want, I don't think I want you, playing for you, Newcastle. What'd you, what'd you buy him for? 53. Okay, yeah, you sell them for fifty mil. It's basically a wash. You're good. No, I don't want to sell him. Let me let me be a hundred percent clear. I do not want to sell him. Well, no, you given the choice, no, but like given given the choice between Christian Pulisic and Thomas Tuchel, I am taking Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm with you too. Yeah, you. Yes, you 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 put club over country right there. And I have an autographed jersey from Christian Pulisic. So like. That's my boy. I'm yeah. still taking two. I'm still boy, taking Tommy. Fifty mil to Newcastle. You're not no. taking that. No. You go back to Germany. I don't want him back in the prem. Newcastle will take him in a heartbeat, dude. Yeah, Yo, you know, probably pay more than that, fifty mil. That's that's the lingo that they want. Like that attacking off the left. I know this isn't good for the U.S. men's national team, but I'm pretty sure DC United need a forward. Uh, no, you mean Charlotte not. FC? Uh, Charlotte FC. Um, no, use a forward. no, do not bring him back here. <laughs> He's not going to get I, any better. I agree. Um, Will had another question that he sent me recently. Uh, it's probably more more towards you, Sean. Uh, okay. Because you're you're baseball. What do we man. got? You're a baseball man. Okay. And yeah. the uh, Hall of Fame votes just came in today, and yeah, you know, Barry yeah. Barry Bonds and and uh, Roger Clemens have been not elected to the Hall of Fame on their tenth opportunity, and now they will. Uh, fall off of the ballot every season. So uh, how do you feel about that? It is a disgrace to baseball. Okay. I agree. The, the 90, 70, 80-year-old fucking writers are disgracing baseball. I have never... Steroids don't put bat on ball. Steroids don't steer a ball in Roger Clemens' point uh, on his claim. Like they don't, they don't aim. Steroids don't aim a pitch. They enhance everything. Everything you do, it, it enhances everything you do. No, steroids only increase your ability to work out, and and they make, they make you stronger, and and, and decrease your your. Um, um, not recovery time. T- t- recovery time. Re- recovery is what I was looking for. You can perform more. Uh, I was gonna say. T- I was gonna say takeoff. Yeah. So you can work out more often. 
and lift more weights so you can get stronger. That's all steroids do. They don't they for very bonds, it doesn't it doesn't increase hand eye. Okay. It it doesn't increase vision. So sure. he he physically put the bat on the ball. Does it make the ball go 40 feet longer? Sure. But uh, he was uh, still crushing it. Over 200 of his balls of the 700 landed in McCovey Cove. So you take 40 feet off of that and it's still in the stands. I don't know. I think there's an argument to be made. I agree with you. I think they should be in the Hall of Fame. I, I agree with both of you that they should be in the Hall of Fame. But I think you can make an argument that steroids did make them better at what they do. At what they do, it made Roger Clemens throw the ball harder. It made Barry Bonds hit the ball further. The only one I'll I'll agree with you with is Roger Clemens throwing harder. But Barry Bonds' average home run length was 450. That is out of the park in every every park in the whole 30 that they have. That's his average length. Yeah. Of home run. So and five hundred steals. And he has five hundred steals. So uh, I read I read a, stat that, earlier. a lot all those steals were before he started taking steroids. M- the majority of them. No, it was majority. Not. Some no, of it was not. A few hold, hold on. I'll, Pittsburgh I'll, he had a lot more steals than Sanford. Excuse me. All right. No, I, I remember it from heart. I don't have to pull it up. So in nineteen ninety nine, okay. Barry Bands Barry Bonds was the only player in MLB history with 400 home runs uh, no 500 home runs 500 stolen base no I, I had it right the first time 400 home runs 400 stolen bases and a 444 on base percentage because he took a lot of walks before yeah. he started getting automatically walked yeah that was 1999 that was before all this all the home run Palooza with San Francisco. He is still the only player in MLB history with 400 home runs, 400 steals, and a four a 400 OBS. Yeah, he he ended his career with seven seven sixty two home runs, five twelve five twelve. That's why I said hold on now with my stat because he got he got. Uh, uh, over at least 112 since 1999 to get to 512, and then he ended his career with a 444 on base percentage. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I think it's absurd that he isn't in the Hall of Fame. It's 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 it's, it's, a, it's insult a travesty. to the game. Yeah, it's an insult to the game. And is baseball what it is without Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens? See, see my dick. Hold on. This is where this is where I differ now, because Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire are not Hall of Famers. I, they were only good because of steroids. I I agree, but what I'm saying is is baseball as relevant as it is today without the steroids era? That's the only reason you consider them um, because of the impact on the game. I think probably. I, I feel like they're, I mean, we're what, like 25 years removed, almost 25 re- years removed from yeah. the Sammy Sosa, Mark the, McGuire season. The impact season. on the game is the difference. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's that like, th- um, 
like how, how do we relate that to soccer? To, is is that like a Alan Shearer, like right at the beginning of the Premier League? Like is that like that type of impact? Thierry Henry, right around the turn of the century, like is that like that type of impact of Maybe. like making it what it is now? Maybe I don't. Maybe that's a, I don't. I don't. It's hard to. It's hard. I don't, I don't know. Chelsea doesn't have uh, history, so. Yeah, uh, so five we, we, six, right around that same time period, but it's okay. Uh, Didier Drogba. Yeah, Didier, Frankie, John Terry, yeah. the greatest central to def- the, the greatest. So actually, we, we, probably, we probably can go like Alan Shearer to Thierry Henry to Drogba, like in our order of like making the Premier League what it is now. I actually, now this is like, should we hug? No. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah, you're man. you're still left out of this because Alan Shearer is Newcastle. Yeah, at the beginning, but then <laughs> oh, he but came to Tottenham. Fan. He's a Newcastle fan, though. Oh yeah, then they came, then they came to fan. then they came to Tottenham. I forgot Newcastle's winning. Winning. Hey, I got a question for he you. Came to Tottenham after Newcastle. I, you I got fucking. a question. Looking forward when we okay, get there. Whatever. Uh, whatever. Did whatever. He, All right. How long did he play? For? I'm looking this up because I don't. I think I think we got two or three years of Shearer. No. Bro, he played for Southampton, Blackburn Rovers, and Newcastle United. He Dang. might have worked. He might have worked for Tottenham for some amount of time, but he never played for Tottenham. I didn't think he had, uh, but I was just gonna let you go with it. Um, but uh, Dang. so let let we'll, we'll just we'll just we'll just move on. So. All right, uh, never mind. We'll right, it's on. a Newcastle legend, Adam Shearer. Yeah, you're just kidding. You're a Newcastle. Tottenham fan. doesn't Tottenham doesn't have any history. Never mind. It's true. Time of his only history. Do you guys want to talk about some football that was played? Let's do it. We're 30, 30 it. minutes Let's in. We should, we should talk about football on this football podcast. Wow, 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to pull up the league table. There we go. Got it pulled okay. up there. All right. So, so I, want, I want to point this out sure. outside, of the, outside of the podcast, uh, but I'm going to do it on the podcast. Let's do it. Once you, once you get past about seven like anything uh, maybe eight eight or nine like once you get past there points don't matter okay. until you get down to until you get down to 18 19 you want me to stop talking about the points Either yeah you, know, you, you can, don't like you it can, you can you can kind of you can cut out probably two minutes of talking all right uh, loyal listeners, I need to know in the comments: Do you like me hitting every single team's point total, or do you? Point. Or do you? Like the games played. Or do you want me like, to? Like all that shit. All right. Well, I'll, I'll do it your way this time. I'll do it your way. So, first position got Manchester City. They're on fifty-seven points. Second position. Liverpool, they're on 48 points. Game in hand on City, though. Chelsea, they've played the most games. They're on 24 games played. They're in third with 47 points. Uh, up to up to fourth. Up to fourth is Manchester United on 38 points. Uh, in fifth is West Ham United on 37 points. They just played a pretty important game. And uh, United eclipse them. Arsenal are still in sixth on 36 points. Tottenham up to seventh or still in seventh on 36 points as well. Game in hand over Arsenal, though. Um, so we got Wolves. They are in eighth. Brighton and Hove are in ninth. Leicester are in tenth. Villa are in 11th. Southampton are in 12th. Crystal Palace, 13th. Brentford are in 14th. Uh, getting down into uh, the, the bottom quarter of the table, we got Leeds uh, in 15th. Everton in 16th. Up into 17th, out of the relegation zone. Norwich City 
are in 17th position with 16 points. Newcastle United are in 18th on 15 points. They got a big win this weekend. Uh, Watford, they got yeeted down. They're down there in 19th. Uh, 14 points for them. And Burnley, who uh, they have played a match. They did They did indeed play a match. Uh, got a draw. So they picked up one point. Oh, uh, what? They played a match. They played? They played. Uh, but they oh, are, my gosh. They're in 20th position. But, of course, they have we these got, six games in hand. We got to talk about this. We got we to gotta talk about this. That's so, that's 18 points minimum. <laughs> 30. We, 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 discussed, we discussed they're going to be ninth. Because they're gonna they're gonna beat up Brenton Hope yeah. in one of those games in the end. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's big news for Norwich at least. Um, though the the teams below them, Newcastle, Watford, and Burnley, all have games in hand over them. So like in terms of catching them, they could still be caught and get put down. But it's better to have the points on the board than games in hand, in my opinion, especially in that part of the table. Um, Points on the board are significantly more important, and they've been on a stretch. They've uh, beat Newcastle, they beat Everton, and they beat uh, Watford, and so they're uh, kind of on a war path here, um, picking up results. But if we look at the specific results from this weekend in Match Week 30, 23, excuse me, on Friday, uh, of course, the aforementioned Norwich were away at Watford. They win that game 3-0. Uh, Saturday morning, Everton were hosting Aston Villa. Aston Villa win 1-0. Uh, Brentford hosting Wolves. Wolves win the game 2-1. Leeds hosting Newcastle. Newcastle pick up the away win. They win 1-0. Big result for them. They were almost, uh, I don't want to say they were almost screwed out of that game, but there were certain certain situations in that game that would have been a injustice against Newcastle had they not won the game. Uh, West Ham United were away at Old Trafford uh, playing Manchester United. United win that game. Manchester United win that game 1-0. Southampton hosting Manchester City. They get a 1-1 draw. Uh, so uh, the league leaders drop a few points. Uh, go to Sunday morning. Arsenal hosting Burnley. 0-0 draw at the Emirates. Uh, Palace hosting Liverpool. This is the second time Palace and Liverpool have played. I think this is the second time Liverpool have beaten Palace three to one this season but palace looked so good in this game um oh man they they could have scored like five oh, yeah. or six goals it was insane um lester and brighton play to a 1-1 draw and closing out the weekend chelsea hosting <laughs> spurs win the game two two nil um so that was those were the uh, premier league matches that were played this weekend um quite a quite a few interesting matches um I think we want to start off uh, first things first Friday night on uh, this Watford Norwich match. Um, it, it's big because it's it, it it was the relegation like it had huge relegation implications. Um, the result of it certainly had implications on Watford because Watford sacked Claudio Ranieri after the match. Um, this is going to be like their fifteenth manager in like five or like six or seven years, like calendar years. So like they are just moving through managers. Um, our boy Josh Sargent uh, scored an incredible goal. Um, he just happened to get his two foot goals. To it. I two goals. He just happened to get his foot to it. Sean, I generally agree with you that it was incredibly lucky, but it was a spectacular goal. Like, so, just flicked his flicked his leg up, and then just happened to like click it in a little bit. I I I, I couldn't do it. I'm not that flexible. I'm, it was it was a hell of a goal. Um, Definitely that flexible. Could I do it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flexible <laughs> enough to do it. Could I get my leg up there? Yeah. You want me to do it on camera? 
Yeah. Sean, Sean's scoring wonder goals. Sean's blocking penalties. Man, Sean, you going to get signed here soon? The prime is calling. But Newcastle can, United can, is looking for players. Yeah, I can get my leg. I can get my leg up there. To be fair, you, Sean, if you look at the video, his, that goal? No. His, his upper body is straight, and he gets his leg up there. So you did the whole like bend over, got your leg up there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me see if I can do it straight up. There's no way. You're still looking you at the way you're bending stand over. Straight, stand straight. Look at there, you're bending. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> no way. There's no way. Uh, so yeah, Josh Sargent got his two got Score his two right, first got his two first Premier League goals. Uh, the second that, one I thought might have been offside, but VAR checked it and it wasn't. Um, but yeah, that's that a, was a that's solid okay. header hey, too. Hey. It was, yeah. Hey, can we talk about how Norwich is on a uh, manager warpath? Tell me more. What? Because uh, they just beat Everton. Oh, Rafa gets fired. Oh. Ooh. And then they just beat Watford. Oh, Ranieri gets fired. Ranieri gets fired. Who are they playing next? We, we, this, who they got? Who? Who? They, who is it? Who, 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 who. They got the FA Cup Wolves. I, are we talking FA Cup or I Prem? Thought, I thought we set this up for the podcast, yeah. and one of you guys was going to pull up who they were playing. FA yeah. Cup is FA Cup is the Wolves. It's got to be Prem. We're worried about the Prem. Oh, well, he, okay, we're he, going Prem. He, if it's Prem, then it's he, uh, then it's Crystal Palace. Oh, oh Vieira. Vieira, it's on the chopping block. Nor- okay. Norwich beat him 3 0. Vieira's out of there, dude. There's no way. Dude, dude Norwich is on a manager warpath. Nope. Yes, it's going to be great. <laughs> My boy Patrick Vieira is not getting fired. Who's, who's, hey, who finishes higher, Norwich or Burnley, Sean? You got two here. Burnley's got. <sighs> got oh, oh, it's definitely Burnley. It's definitely Burnley. Yeah, it's definitely they're finished. They're finishing ninth. Because <laughs> <laughs> they get to play a game again, another game, another game. Um, speaking Dude, of Norwich, no, no, like I don't think we should take that lightly. Like Norwich is beating people. Who, who is Norwich manager now? Okay, let's uh, Roy Hodgson. Dean. I don't even know Dean. Oh, Norwich, Norwich is Dean, Dean, Dean Smith. Dean, yeah, yeah. Dean Henderson. They, they, Dean Henderson is the manager. Dean Smith. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's Dean Smith. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, no. Dean oh, Henderson's not a goalkeeper. <laughs> Dean Smith's the goalkeeper? Yeah. No, Dean Henderson's well, yeah. Dean Henderson's the goalkeeper. Dean Smith is the manager. You, you sure? Yes. Wow. And I also had Dean Henderson as a referee in my head. So all right, great. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's move on to the next point before we say anything else stupid. Um your, I think your point was about Dean Henderson, <laughs> Dean Smith. Okay, we're moving on. Um, speaking of Crystal Palace and Patrick Vieira, um, they they played a hell of a game against Liverpool. Um, so Liverpool win this game three to one. Seems like a comfortable scoreline at the start of the second half. Uh, I think it was uh, Liverpool were up two nil coming into the second half, and I I kid you not. Uh, Crystal Palace should have scored, like could have, like, and, and when I say could have scored, like, I mean, these, these are legitimate shot, like attempts on goal from like six yards out that they should have put in. Like they had like four, like bang, 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 like right in a row, um, almost chipped Allison, like they just insane number of almost goals. And then they get the most ridiculous, Liverpool gets the most ridiculous penalty at the end of the game uh, to make it three to one. But that was a hell of a game. 
Patrick Vieira, I don't know what it is about getting getting Crystal Palace to play well against Liverpool, but this is the second time this season that uh, when watching this game, I was like, holy crap, like Palace has Liverpool on the ropes and they still end up losing three to one. Um, but it was an inc- incredible, incredible performance. Yeah, I think at that point it just becomes like a quality difference because Palace, oh, yeah, Palace plays really, really well. It's just against the big teams that that difference in quality shows itself like the like the finishing aspect of it yeah i mean you can play with a ton of heart and ton of effort and and get a lot of wins moving up to like to the mid table but getting outside of the mid table on just passion alone just doesn't but there's too much of a talent gap i don't even know if there's like a passion thing in my opinion like they just they were they took it to liverpool like for like 15 minutes straight they took it to liverpool and they were just unlucky to not score goals and maybe that's maybe that's kind of what you're referring to is there's like a golf yeah. in, in in quality like and so like like whereas like if you give diego jota that that opportunity he's scoring like 90 percent of them or if you give sadio mane he's scoring 90 percent of them yep. whereas you compare that to uh you know like christian bentec area you know whoever it was whoever it is that playing for, for crystal palace they're not, yeah they're not i think Zaha's out hurt too like if yeah. Zaha's and then he's finishing those yeah so like it's just it, it, there is a difference in quality um mm-hmm. i did want to hit on this leeds newcastle match um so first and foremost that's a huge result for newcastle going away huge. to leeds getting three points there because like leeds aren't safe like they they have 22 points as compared to like 15 is where the the relegation cutoff is right now like so seven points it seems nice but it's it's certainly not safe um especially if those teams below them go on a tear and they 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 aren't doing well which honestly they haven't been doing well but like so on top of that i forget it was like the 79th minute or something like that alan st maxim clearly gets clearly gets fouled in the box should have had a penalty uh, they should be up to, they should have an opportunity to go up 2-0 and they don't get it. And I was just, I, I texted you, Brad, because I wanted you to send yeah. a message to Joel for me because they would have, it would have been a travesty if they had not won that game. Like it was, it was stone cold in my opinion and he, he didn't get it. I don't know why he didn't get it. Um, but it's, it was, it was quite bad in my opinion. Uh, I, I'd like to hear your opinions on that, Joel, in the comments, like what you thought about that game. I, uh. I'm sure you're very pleased with the result. Um, I, I wanted to, I want, I wanted to comment on the the quality of yeah. Palace. I was because I was in the bathroom yeah. while while you guys were talking about that. Uh, the quality of Palace versus Liverpool of like finishing. Yeah. Uh, this is the same exact. Tottenham have. W- would you agree that Tottenham have better better quality finishers? Than Crystal Palace. Yes. Are we talking? Are we including Harry Kane or not? Yes. Yes. Then yes. Every, everybody in everybody like I'm talking Sun. I'm talking Kane. I'm, I'm talking Mora. I'm talking all of them. Then yes, Kane and Sun bring that average way up. But if you take them out, it might be no, even. No, I'm t- I'm talking maybe like not our but starting. Why, but why crew, would you? Because I know. Why would you take them I'm, out? I'm so, with you. I'm just, I'm so, just saying. So, so, so well, Kane here, wants here, to leave. And if and if Kane leaves, you don't think Son wants to leave? So what I'm saying is when we played Leicester and we were battering them and Schmeichel was playing the game of his life, 
Brad said that we got lucky. Brad and James said that we got lucky in the game. You we scored in the, them. You scored in the 95th minute and the nine, 97th minute. You guys were lucky yes. to win that game. No, we were not. We were battering them the entire game. All right. So it's the entire game. Arsenal were battering Burnley the entire game this weekend, and we draw. And you suck, and you need better finishers. I agree with you, but Nick Pope had a great game too. So, like, but like that's how frustrating it is. Like, what? So, I what I wanted to bring up was like, don't diminish, don't, don't diminish what Palace did to be able to or or or. Liverpool to be able to stay in that of like they oh they 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 need better finishers because even a team with better finishers sometimes a keeper just has a day certainly certainly sure I I, I experienced that a lot as an Arsenal fan where I'm watching a game and I'm like holy crap this dude is having the game of his life and it always seems like this dude's having his the game of his life against Arsenal it's like yeah. I I've had that experience I'm there sure hundreds, like- hundreds of times. All of us have because, like, you're going to get up for those games, though. Yeah, the, the problem is Casper Schme- Schmeichel does it most of the time he plays. Well, He's think, think one about of the Kasper best goalkeepers Schme- yeah. in the league. The, the, the thing about Casper Schmeichel is, like, he he's you could make an argument for one of the better goalkeepers in the world for Casper Schmeichel. Um, would say he's in the top five in the world, right? I don't know if I'm going there. I would say, I would certainly say ten. ten. I'm not willing to put him in the top five yet. Or really? All right. To. So no, I want James's top five right now. Goalkeepers. All right, in no particular order. In okay. no in no particular order. Uh, Allison Becker. Uh, yep. Jean Origi. I, uh, I, I agree with the number one. Donnarumma. What? Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Donnarumma. Um, Kaylor Navas is incredibly good. Uh, Neuer. What? Kaylor okay. Navas? Are you serious? Um. Okay. Again, top ten, not top five, but continue. I said, I said, does, no, he, I does said he even a, start for Brazil? Kaylor Navas. He he's not he's Brazilian. Spanish, isn't he? No, he's a uh, he's uh, he's Puerto Rican. He's, no, 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 no. He's South American. I forget where he's from. Uruguay, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but he, yeah, he starts for his national team. Uh, I just Ederson. I have Ederson in the top five. Um, did I say Neuer? Uh, Manuel Neuer's in there. Yeah, yeah um, you already. Yeah, you're with him there. I kind but of, he's getting old. Hold on, like, Coast Coast way out. Okay. Um, I might put like Wojciech Chesney and and uh, Schmeichel on similar levels. Um, that's that's a fair assumption. Ter Stegen maybe is on similar levels to. Uh, that's no. a little crazy. I'm not. I'm not putting Ter Stegen above Schmeichel. I am. No, You're I'm crazy. not putting Ter Stegen above Kasper. Yes, yeah, so like I just gave you I'm like putting... I gave you like seven or eight goalkeepers there that I think are at least better than than Kasper Schmeichel. I'm not saying Kasper Schmeichel's bad. Like I, I think he's one of I, but, I, like I said I think he's in like the world eleven for goalkeepers. Like I think he's good. I might get crucified for this in the comments. Hugo Lloris is better than Alex or what something a Ter Stegen. You think that Hugo Lloris is better than Ter Stegen? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. And so and that's so, an interesting, yeah. interesting. I'm not saying he's not better than Casper Schmeichel. He's not in the top five conversation. He's he's probably a lower top ten. Do you if think, top ten? Do you think Casper Schmeichel is better than Hugo Lloris? Yes, 
No, 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 no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, I want to make sure I heard what you said first. Pastor Michael is better than than Hugo Lloris. Yes. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm willing to make that claim. And I'm, I am an Arsenal fan, and I don't like Tottenham. So, like, it would be easy for me to make that claim. Um, Pastor Michael is amazing. So, hold on. How, what are, are you factoring in, like, age into this conversation when you think about these goalkeepers? No. no. I, I'm just thinking I'm about, like, about te- technical skill right now. Put them on this the pitch. season. Yeah. This season, right now, who, what goalkeeper I would rather have in in net? How'd y'all forget about the best goalkeeper of the year? Mendy. Mendy. Mendy's probably Mendy's, Mendy's got to be up there. He, Mendy's got to be in the top five. He has to be in the top. Um. So yeah, I I don't think he's in the so cash respect. I, I think I think I think my top five has to start with Becker. Yeah. And okay. then I th- then I think I go Mendy. Okay. And then I don't know how you pulled Navas, but I think Kira I go Ederson. Beast. How Navas is not keeping. He, Don Rumor doesn't start every game for PSG right now because of Navas. So like, there's an argument there. But I've got Ederson, and then I might even take a peek at Donnarumma. And, and I mean, now, now we're starting to get to Schmeichel level no. of people. This one hurts. Maybe maybe, no. maybe, a, maybe a newer. I don't want to say this. this and it's gonna, it's gonna hurt because like fuck the snake. I want to put that out there first. Fuck the snake. But Courtois has to be up there. I thought about including Courtois when when you're going giving me the list of of, of goalkeepers in the world who I think are better than Casper Schmeichel. Oh, you know Courtois. who we forgot about? Courtois on the you list. Know who, we forgot about Oblak too. Yeah. yeah yep. Exactly. Oblak, best Spanish, yeah. best goalie in the Spanish league. Yep. So For there's sure. a ton of goalies there. So I don't think Schmeichel was there. Sorry. He might. He might not he even might be, be top. top 10. He might not even be in the top ten. He might be in no, the top maybe. fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you start thinking about it, that's an interesting conversation. But um, I'm glad we had. Yeah, it. I like that. I like what we did. What? What? Sean. Sean. T- tell me. Tell me what you think about this Chelsea match, man. Oh, uh, uh, it's it's exactly what I expected. Like when you when you go into a game like that, we played them twice. Like Tuchel's already got a bead of what Conte's trying to do, and he—he's just like so. My my interpretation of it is Conte's just trying to like get his get his like baseline. Yeah. So when I coach football and or, and or baseball, like you you get your baseline in, and then you you have plans off of that. Yeah. But you have to get the baseline in first so that everybody on the team understands one thing. Yeah. So everybody understands one thing. And then you then you have plans off of that based on what happens to you. And so that's how a lot of the football stuff was, especially football. But uh, baseball was a little bit little bit different about how, how we play things. But um, – so, so Conte is still in that like instilling the plan situation. I th- I feel like because he's only been there like a month and a half, two months. But you guys have had so much practice time that I feel like, uh, yes, he is. I don't. I'm not yeah. saying he's not no, still. He, he, but you're a lot yeah. further along than you should be. Yeah, yeah. Base like, he baseline. has a formation. He has a yeah. Baseline. He yeah. has the players that he yeah. plays in roles. Baseline. Like he's so he's, he's, started, he's starting to get that technical stuff. So now I feel like it's starting the the technical move stuff. 
of like, all right, so now we got the baseline. So now we start to move stuff. So now he's got the, he's got the three four three ready to go. And now now we start to move things around. And and, and this is when this is when his teaching comes into play. And so like, was I expecting? A, a manager that's been in for a year and a half at Tuchel to to beat Tottenham, yeah, absolutely, you should. And and am I really am I really unhappy at losing to two worldies? No, like one worldie. ZX's first goal was just a left footed like fuck it. The 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 right the the top left corner might be it's there. Perfect. Yeah. The top left corner might be there and just hit it and it, it went in perfect. And he turned around like he was God. He <laughs> turned the around, like as soon as he hit it, he was like the Eric Cantona. He, he did yeah. his Steve Curry walk off. I, yep. Yeah, it was dope. He, he, he knew he knew as soon as he hit it too. Oh yeah. That, that's my favorite part about that highlight is that he knew as soon as he hit it, he knew he was like, that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to do. But that was like left-footed, left-footed, like eh, the left corner's over there somewhere. He he crushed that. That was a beautiful goal. That was a beautiful yeah. goal. And um, and Tiago was just in the right place. So although yeah. did we talk, we have, wait, this on, again, did, I wanted to okay, go did, ahead. Did we talk about the Harry Kane disallowed goal? I was gonna get into that because I wanted let me because, the, because, I gotta lead into that. Because Tiago Silver straight up pushes someone before his goal. <laughs> Like two hand, two hand shove, on he he straight up shoves the dude in front of him and then is wide open has a header, and on the Harry Kane goal when it would have been one nil to Tottenham, Tot Harry Kane like I don't even I don't know, he, didn't, him he didn't even shove yes. him that hard it was not yes that hard. yes it was both if if one goal was allowed if one goal no he pushes if one goal was allowed. Both goals probably should have been allowed. Yeah, I agree with you. There is an argument that Harry Kane's goal should have stood. Yeah, like well, it still would have made it two one, which doesn't make it two. Well, no, that no, much it's better. different. It's different because if you're up one nil, like it, it was one. Yeah, it was one nil. It would have been one. It would have been one nil. I mean, maybe I don't Z, think it makes maybe a difference. Z still though. scores that worldly. I don't know. Um, to, to to be fair to the podcast listeners, I've only watched the far, first half and then the first ten minutes of the second half, so I I saw the Z eight goal. I mean, you watch most of the game, then. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. Um. So. And, so I haven't seen the entire games. Um. Tugel called our formation a four-one-four-one, so it was completely different than what we've played against you guys before. I think we played yeah, a four-four-two. He, he, he fucks his shit up a lot. He which changed. Is, uh, yeah. Which, which is, I like. I like to have that. I like. I like. I like that about Tugel. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't stick to a system. He's like, ah, fuck it. We'll do, we'll do well, this. We'll do this. We'll do this. He's married he did, to he a has style a system. of football. Yeah, he's married to a way to play football, but he's not married to a formation. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah not for, married yeah. to a formation. That's what yeah, I was getting but at. The, yeah. But you can still see like the style of play was still super, super similar on how like yeah came from the wings. But instead of it being wing backs, it came from Ziek and Hudson Adoy. Hudson Adoy ate up your boy Tanganga all game long. I was going to ask about that. That was so, tough. Uh, so and Sanchez got eaten alive too. Like the, your best defender was Dyer. Like so, so Tanganga was not our best defender. By, T- by the way, you think Sanchez from the match? No, it's Sanchez probably, got eaten alive too. 
Sanchez. If you want, if you want to talk about our best defender, it's probably Sanchez. Yes, that's right. what Brown right. 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 Out of the three, normally Sanchez is probably the best. In the yeah. in in that game, in the last game, it was dire because Sanchez got. I, I was I was confused. Up. I was confused why we had Tanganga, Dyer, uh, Sanchez, and Davies all on the field. Wasn't like, I was like, where? Yeah, I was like, wh- where are all? It, no, because we had Regulon on the field. No, you didn't. Regulon didn't play, and neither did uh, Royale. Are you sure? Yeah. Royal was on the bench. Regulon was on the bench. They were unused subs. Okay. okay. Sessignon was on. Sessignon was your left winger. Sessignon. Sessignon was on the left. <laughs> so I was like, your winger, where, the, where, the, where the fuck is everybody? Yeah. So so we, we kind of tried to conserve the defense on this one. Uh, this might have been Conte being like, hey, we're probably going to lose anyway. So... I mean, right, but like this is the third like to beat a team three times in a row is hard. Like I think I said that on the pod. Like if we yeah. lose this game or draw this game, like I get it, because we played this you have two games of hey, these are the players that we played, these are the patterns that we saw. And I noticed that about you got you and Klopp is Tuchel is a chess player. So we Just played Pat. you two times in a row. And then so I knew whatever you did today. Was not going to be what you did in the in the. We also FA had injuries or the the league cup. There was no Catalan defense today. He did that last <laughs> week, so we're doing it something different today. Yeah, no, no. I knew Tuchel was going to have something up his sleeve, that it's something we ain't seen before. He, he, which I guess um, was the four four one four one two. Yeah, he was four, one, four, he'd, one. Been, he'd been queen side castling, and this time he did a king side castle. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's a little different. And then Kovacic with your one, so, right? So, your hey, back one. Sean. Hey, Sean. No, uh, Jorginho. So was, where was Kovacic? Uh, Kova and Mount were in the middle in front of him. And okay. then you had Ziyech and Adoy on the sides. Um, hey, Sean. Um, yeah. Chelsea yeah, uh, has become the first side to beat Spurs four times in one season since which team did it? Tottenham. No, Chelsea becomes the first side to beat Tottenham four times in a season. Yeah, since Tottenham. Tottenham always beats ourselves. Well, uh, no, the answer is since Chelsea did it in 2002. That's the well, first, well, we ain't got no history back then. That's, that's the first year you had history. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, if we thought that Chelsea well, were well, dire in the early thousands, imagine being a Spurs fan in the early thousands. That would be dang. Dang. Let, 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 let me go back to the seventies hey. and figure out what your hey. what our record was. Oh wait, actually, hey. you probably weren't. You probably weren't in the top division back then. We were, but uh, do you know what the doubt, do you know what White Hart it. Lane? Hey, do you know what Chelsea calls White Hart Lane? Three point lane. So uh, go ahead and at three point Sean. No, I'm not going to do that. Unless, unless you hack my account and get ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that 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 that's all we got right now. That, that wraps us up. Um, hey, I got a couple of Arsenal facts here. Sure, sure, Brad. But right. Yeah, finally we rip on so, somebody else. So, so, here. hey, Sean. Yeah. In the month of January, did Arsenal finish with more red cards or more goals? We all know the answer to that. Oh, that's Granit Xhaka all the day, all day. Red, red cards. Which one did they finish? Red cards. Yeah, it's okay, red cards. you were correct. Yeah. 
That hey, is great. I got one that more for you. Jacques got written all over it. In the last three years, how many okay. red cards has? What's the percentage of red cards that Arsenal has uh, accumulated? So, so you're Sorry. asking me the, how many percentage so, of games they have gotten a red card? No. What is the percentage of red cards? that have been given out to Arsenal as a total that have been given out in the entire Premier League in the past three years. Well, are, you, are you asking since Arteta it's took over? Be, like how it's going to be, uh, I would say, 12. We have 14 red cards since Arteta took over. But I don't, but know, I don't know what that percentage is across the league. You were, you were super close there, Sean. It's 11%. 11%. 11%, 11%, 11% league cards. Of all Premier League red cards in the last three years. Hold on. That, I, would, I would like to ask you a question, though. Do you think that that is indicative of Arsenal being a dirty team? Or do you, no. think, that that's, do you think that's the referees are refing Arsenal based on an opinion? Yes. Because if you watch, like, I, I could give you a highlight reel. And slash our gunners, the Arsenal subreddit, has, has yes. pulled up these, these montages of things that are red cards for Arsenal, but aren't red cards for other teams. In the Burnley game specifically, um, Kieran Tierney got his calf stamped on. Only a yellow yes. card. It would have been a red card if it was Arsenal doing that. Um, Gabriel yes. got an elbow to the face. Like literally three weeks ago against City, he got a second yellow card for something similar. It should have been a second yellow card for the Burnley player. But so like Burnley, oh, what's up, Cat? Um, Burnley, like you can't you can't look at me and tell me that Burnley play cleaner than Arsenal and that Arsenal no. deserve to have that many disproportionate red cards. Um, yep. So Arsenal are clearly refereed based on the on opinion and it's farcical. It's like y'all get Anthony tailored more than Chelsea. It's Anthony tailored. They just, they just, for some I reason, there's this narrative that Arsenal are in ill disciplined. And so I, we need I, to give them red cards. I just fully disagree because Tottenham can do the same thing with, with Harry Kane. Of like he gets, you guys talk about him diving all the time. He gets taken down and and like suplexed more times than anybody else. But because he he tries to not go down, the referee never calls it. He tries not to go down. I'm gonna agree to disagree with that. Oh, Man, look, at guys, those, look at those are, lily colored glasses right there. You guys are you guys are not watching Tottenham games. I try, my, I try my hardest Harry, to not Harry watch Tottenham. Kane, Harry Kane gets molested on a gamely basis, and and it's it, it's uncalled. It, it's uncalled because he's big and he doesn't go down. And and you guys you guys want to call him a diver all the time, which pisses me off because he doesn't. He does not go down on the first contact. I don't. He, Tries to finish the play. No, he tries. He's no. We were talking about his dangerous plays. Whenever anybody goes up for a header anywhere near him, he backs into them to get the foul. Yeah, I don't know That's if I've ever. I don't, know if yeah, yeah. I don't think we ever I, called I, him necessarily a diver. I, I well, Tamsi did, but I don't know. I don't know if any guy used. I'm lumping all y'all in. I will Harry Kane. I will say not this. a diver. Harry Kane. Yes, he does back end. Harry he does Kane, back end. I've only ever argued that Harry Kane is a dangerous player and he's going to break somebody's neck. Um, but I, I, I mean, he's he's a center forward in the modern game. He goes down in the box when he feels like he needs to. But like every center forward is doing that. I've watched a lot of Tottenham games. He doesn't go down, man. He doesn't. And, and there's a lot of times where I wish he would 
so he could get the call. But he doesn't. And he tries to make the he try is like falling down to kick the ball. And I'm like, no, just go down and get the penalty. Yeah. And yeah. he doesn't. Anyways, all right. Brett, is do you have any more hey. random Snapple facts? Before you go out, well, yeah, because we wanted a Coventry City update, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we? Coventry City. They're in the they championship. Are, and they are in ninth position in the championship. Oh, so they're but safe. while looking at yeah. that, hold on. Yeah, they're while doing great. At that, we, want, we talked about goal differential in the Prem. Okay. Fulham is sitting on a goal differential of 48. The next wow. closest to them is Bournemouth in third at 19. Wow. Um, Fulham have scored 73 goals in 27 matches. So they're, they're in first position? Yes, so Mitrovic is a beat. Well, they're only up by five points, though. Well, back, well, they have a game in hand, so we'll say they're up eight points because it's the championship they should win. Fulham and Norwich just trade off who wins the championship every year. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That's the business model. That's the business. It's a profitable one. You get some players, sell them on, get 100 mil, go back down. Get that balloon payment, that parachute payment. All right, yep. yeah, that's all we got. We're out. We're, 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 we're just meandering at this point. Um. <clears throat> If you're still tuning in, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button, like, comment, all those things. Let us know. Remember, hashtag crypto in the uh, in the comments today. See how many, see how much, see how much we can get get that rolling for some absurd reason. Um, as always, hit us up. We're on Twitter. Uh, you can find all of us on Twitter. That's at ksbradg. Uh, down below is the crypto bro. That's at whiteheart underscore Sean. Send him all your crypto questions. He'll give you un qualified unsolicited advice uh i am at oh, yeah. james tiffany on on twitter and we collectively are at red card underscore radio uh and until uh until next week we might have something special cooked up for next week we will uh don't want to give too much away but we might do something different uh because we are in the international break but we'll we'll see what happens um but yeah check back with us next time we really appreciate y'all tuning in have a good evening